This is The Space Shot, episode 316 for March 26th, 2018. The Explorer Program, a legacy of discovery. I'm John Molnix. The Explorer Program. I've talked about numerous spacecraft in this series on multiple occasions throughout the podcast. The mission that launched on this day in 1958 is Explorer 3, the first successful follow-up mission to Explorer 1, which became America's first satellite in January of 1958. According to NASA, quote, data from Explorer 3 combined with earlier measurements from Explorer 1 confirmed principal investigator James Van Allen's theory that radiation belts trapped by Earth's magnetic field exist around the planet. These early missions provided critical insights into the space environment around Earth. NASA now runs the Explorers program, which provides, quote, frequent flight opportunities for world-class scientific investigations from space, utilizing innovative, streamlined, and efficient management approaches within the heliophysics and astrophysics science areas. The program seeks to enhance public awareness of and appreciation for space science and to incorporate educational and public outreach activities as integral parts of the space science investigations. There's a launch that I'm very excited about that's coming up. The TESS mission, the Transiting Exoplanet Survey Satellite, is the next satellite in the Explorers program to launch. The sheer number of missions launched as part of this program is astounding. ICON, WISE, SWIFT, Themis, New Star, NICER, and dozens of other missions have been part of this program. One of the other exceptional things about the Explorer missions is that they don't exceed $200 million total in cost to NASA. These cost-effective missions have been returning incredible science at prices that are fractions of what flagship missions cost. The regularity with which these missions fly is also astounding, with a NASA site showing that there have been 89 successful launches and 4 unsuccessful ones as of 2014. These numbers don't even count the latest missions like TESS in the total number. That's a lot of launches and a prodigious amount of science data returned to Earth. Let's talk about one current mission and one future mission before we end today's episode. The Swift Gamma Ray Burst Explorer has observed hundreds of gamma ray bursts since launching in 2004. Gamma ray bursts are extremely powerful explosions that happen about once a day. These intense explosions happen in all parts of the observable sky and can last from milliseconds to hundreds of seconds. We still don't fully understand these gamma ray bursts, and a NASA website asks, quote, Are they the product of the collision of two neutron stars, or is it some other exotic phenomena that causes these bursts? With SWIFT, a NASA mission with international participation, scientists have a tool dedicated to answering these questions and solving the gamma-ray burst mystery. Its three instruments give scientists the ability to scrutinize gamma-ray bursts like never before. Within seconds of detecting a burst, SWIFT relays its location to ground stations, allowing both ground-based and space-based telescopes around the world the opportunity to observe the burst's afterglow. Relaying the location of these GRBs and doing so in a manner which is SWIFT is partly how SWIFT got its name. 
Now, for an upcoming mission, TESS, or the Transiting Exoplanet Survey Satellite, is going to catalog, quote, the nearest and brightest stars hosting transiting exoplanets, which will comprise the most favorable targets for detailed investigation in the coming decades. The spacecraft will also help pick targets for more detailed study once the James Webb Space Telescope and other future telescopes are in operation. TESS is designed to observe everything from Earth-sized planets to gas giants like Jupiter. According to a NASA fact sheet, TESS will observe the brightness of more than half a million stars over a two-year mission. TESS uses transits, which is when an exoplanet passes in front of its home star. This causes the star's brightness to dip ever so slightly, which yields information about those distant worlds. TESS could discover thousands of exoplanet candidates and potentially hundreds of Earth and super-Earth-sized planets. If you're like me, the thought of finding Earth-sized planets in our stellar neighborhood is a tantalizing thought. The next step in the decades to come will be to obtain spectrographic measurements of these alien worlds, since that data will provide insight into the atmospheres of those exoplanets. Just think, we are on the cusp of beginning to find answers to some of the most pressing questions in human history. I hope all of you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I appreciate all of you that listen to the show. Since you're here, and I've got your ear, give me 30 seconds of your time. I'd be incredibly grateful if you could share the podcast with your friends and family. Tag one of them and let them know about your favorite episode. I'd also really appreciate it if you could venture into the Apple Podcasts app or your podcast app of choice and leave a review for The Space Shot. A steady stream of reviews helps ensure The Space Shot is more visible in the Apple Podcasts app. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook, just search The Space Shot, or check out the links in the show notes and you'll find me. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.